to another episode of the Bobcast with you as always is Bob live in the lounge staring at that Ouija board I'm out here on the trails and I got somebody following me he's kind of creepy looking I turned around and he's got his hands in his pocket and uh yeah he don't he don't look particularly well so I'm gonna go to the left instead of the right here and see if he follows me but other than that dude I'm doing good Besides the fact I got somebody on my toes, excuse me, on my trail. You know what I mean? I don't even know what I'm saying, man. You know, I just decided to check in with y'all. How y'all doing? Tell me how you're doing, huh? Can you talk to me right now in the future while you're listening? Can you say B.O.B. I'm not doing so well? I got an F on my report card. Do you remember that shit when you used to get um, mailed your report card? Well, guess what? In today's world, there ain't no mailing of it. It's emailed directly to your parents. So there's no chance of you ever trying to be able to intercept this email, or excuse me, this letter, which I used to do frantically. I have post-traumatic stress from seeing the mailman and like, you know, waiting outside and nonchalantly trying to act as if I'm not waiting for the mailman. But in fact, you know, like picking up sticks, looking at birds, this, that, or whatever. But in fact, I'm just waiting for this dude to come. He didn't follow me. Sweet. This letter to come, for me to intercept it, for me to, you know, tear it to smithereens, dude, you know? Because I figured, these are, like, most of the times, like, you know, um, these would be progress reports, right? Progress reports were mailed out in the middle of the marking period, basically to tell parents how fucked up your kid is, you know what I mean? In my opinion, I mean, like, I never got good progress reports, and I always had this, like, crazy notion that, well, it's the midpoint, so I always got room to improve, you know what I mean? I still kind of feel that way in life, but no, how much more... I'm much more uh, proficient these days in my 40s than I was as a teenager. That's for damn sure. But um, this one time, like, uh, I, you know, I started to experiment. And that's all I say as a teenager. And then, you know, the scientific process wasn't backed up by a strong enough theory. And basically, I uh, did shitty on uh, my report card. One, like, I'm talking like Fs, Ds, this, that, whatever. But I was savvy and I was an artist. And I wasn't allowed, allowed about to let this, you know, sink my ship. So, um, I, I had access to a Xerox machine and I, uh, used the X-Acto knife, cut out B's and C's from previous report cards and taped them onto a new report card, went to print the, print the thing out and the fucking color ink was out. So therefore it came out like a black and white, you know, Xerox copy. And, you know, back in the day they used to mail it out on like this, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a carbon paper, carbon copy paper. It's not like carbon copy the email, but the actual carbon copy from back in the day. Young people not have no clue what I'm talking about. But this is a thing, okay? This is the thing, okay? Do you listen? Do you hear it? Okay, you see the things coming out of my mouth? They're words, okay? Understand them. Feeling pretty good. It's Friday as I record this. Um, I stayed late today to assist a, a bingo party. Setting up microphones, you know what I mean? Kind of love my job, man, when it comes to that, because I realized that 
So many people have such anxiety about talking in front of others using an amplified version of yourself, a.k.a. a microphone. Some people have extreme anxiety when it comes to setting up technology for a presentation. And I like to be that little buffer. It's kind of like what I was talking about with the Ritz camera thing, but in a different weird way. People still respect you when you come through and show them how to use the projector. You know what I mean? Can you project me? Yeah. Let me project you. I'm projecting my vibe up to the world right now. I'm projecting my vibe up to you. It's a practice of raising your vibration. And you know what? Like, I'm on that Zoloft like I told you all. And, uh, whoo! I don't even know if it's like, it's... As you know, I'm a pop culture, you know, uh, enthusiast. I, I told you, I heard Steve-O say one time when they were talking about his GQ essentials when he can't go to and from, he can't go on vacation without these essential items. And one of the items was Zoloft. He said in the video that, you know, he has extreme anxiety and depression and his doctor said, hey man, you should try this Zoloft. And Steve-O was like, I'm a clean and sober man. I don't want that. And the doctor insisted, hey, I'm clean and sober too. Try this Zoloft. And then this is the part that piqued my interest. Steve-O says, and you could look at it on YouTube, he says, yeah, man, like, you know, take one of these, man. And, you know, if I don't take one of these, man, I get lots of dark thoughts, man. But if I take my Zoloft, it's all good and it's off to the races, man. That's kind of how I feel right now. I kind of feel like now that the medicine has set in. You know, there's that onset of, like, you know, your body getting used to it. It ain't like putting on a pair of new socks, you know what I'm saying? This is, like, something you got to get accustomed to. This is something you got to um, feel in your toes, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but I like it. It's different than Lexapro, without a doubt. Lexapro, I will never take again. I think I was just, I, I you know, I was against antidepressants, and I tried them, you know, and then, you know, I'm still in the middle of this thing. But Zoloft, the one thing I like about it is... Dark thoughts are gone, just like Steve-O said. No more dark thoughts. Like, if they come in, it's like the Zoloft is like, get the fuck out of here. You can't be in this room. You know? Where's your mental hall pass? Where are you going? You know what I'm saying? What are you, what are you up to, huh? What are you doing with your life? But uh, I'm out here hiking. That's what I'm doing with my life at age 43. I'm in better shape than I was when I was a teenager. Um, my mustache is starting to actually look like a mustache. <laughs> It took almost four decades. But, you know, it's no longer, like, you know... I used to have, like, just the worst. Like, uh, it wouldn't fill in, you know what I mean? I felt embarrassed. Let's talk about that real quick. Let's talk about being embarrassed, right? I'm sure everybody can relate to this shit, you know what I mean? Like, there's always a moment that you can recall where you feel super embarrassed. And, like, despite the fact that it happened maybe years ago, weeks ago, you know, days ago, whatever... It feels present when the thought comes into your mind. It feels like you are ready to implode when you start to think of such things. Hello, Red Cardinal. You are beautiful. What is embarrassment really, though? I mean, like, if you really dissect it, or excuse me, as the therapists say, unpack it. What is... What is it? You know what I mean? Like, you're embarrassed because what? Like, your... Your feelings are out there? And that's the thing that sucks. Is that, like, we hide our emotions. We hide our feelings. We live in a society where we're basically made up of the same goddamn shit. You know what I mean? Like, we're all soul machines. You know what I mean? Walking around in these skin bags. And, uh, you know, we waste it. You know? Everything. You know what I mean? Like, think about this for a second, man. 
how ironic, how insane is it that we waste our lives doing things we don't want to do? I'm doing what I like right now. Here comes my man running, too. This is the same spot I see him every time. I give it up to him, you know what I mean? This is a special little thing. What's up, bro? It's like the universe knows that we'll be passing through here. What's that? It's like the universe. I passed you here before. Yeah, man. I do a podcast. I'm podcasting right now. Oh, nice, I do man. like nature podcast and oh, like I was sick, just dude. saying like I think it's the same dude. I'm Bob. Oh, Kevin. Kevin, nice to meet nice you, to man. Meet yeah. You, man. What's your podcast? Uh, it's called the Bobcast. Bobcast. <laughs> yeah, okay. the Bobcast. It's what on Spotify. Of- uh, well, it used to be interview format as I'm yeah. podcasting now, but now we've moved away into more of a spiritual hiking naturalist perspective of things and it's just solo my thoughts and like stuff i've learned in therapy that's cool man yeah. i that's that i appreciate that uh, that mm-hmm. angle that's cool stuff man that's where i learned like my like personal therapy has been like in here. the woods here like, same dude like learning that's, same that's, that's I, I feel the same that like the dude i come here so much like a lot like uh, maybe four times a week five times if i can yeah. uh and it's like i want to be buried here I want my friends to take me out here in the night and bury me in a hole. Like, you know what I mean? No funeral, just like, matter of fact, tell me your first name again. Kevin. Kevin, Bob. Kevin, all the way over there, that big tree that fell, you know, when you go all the way up around, it's the great beech tree all the way at the bottom. So that is uh, the great beech tree. 14 years ago, or maybe 13 years ago, we we had a funeral back there for a friend who had passed away, but he he was uh, cremated and we didn't go to his funeral. So we put like all memories down there for him and stuff like, uh, I put Wu-Tang Forever in there for him, you know what I mean? That's but the way to do it. Yeah, there's a special energy here. That's what I tell people on the podcast. I'm like, you got to come check it out, you know? And some people come, and some. I'm actually on my way right now to find... Somebody's left me a gift here somewhere. i got to go find it. Yeah, it's like a little purple ribbon. Shout out Dave Fletcher. Thank you. Um, but yeah, man, it's really cool. Oh, it's a gem, man. Especially in, like, the Philly area. Before I knew this, man, it's like I, I live up in Willow Grove, and it's like yeah. I'd go all over the place, up north in the Poconos, northern New York, mm-hmm. and, like, dude, and I found this, and I'm like, yeah. where am I going? Have, have you gone all around? Have you explored the whole thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. We I came mean, here as teenagers, and then during the pandemic, I just went to every spot that, like, I never went to, you know? I love it up there. You ever been to Houston Meadow? That's dude, really beautiful. super. It's so different, right, yeah. than the trail here. Dude, that's the best part. It's a variety. Like, you go up mm-hmm. to Meadow, Houston Meadow's different. On, like, the Fingers yes. Sandbridge side, dude, there's just so Yeah, so much area and so much personality. Yeah. But if I could pick any, it's like this general loop. Like, when you come up this hill, you're coming down that hill. I always podcast and say, like, that's, like, my favorite place on earth, man. Like, I love it. You know what I mean? Like, it's got, like magic to it you know dude this this loop like i i've been running here for years and i used to be all over and i'm like just something pulls me to this loop man i come here mm-hmm. I, dude i run loops over and over, over and, and over it never gets old man the same it's and there's a, there's lots of cool little look, nooks and crannies you can go up that way and the, you know what i mean like dip into the fort and stuff dude, awesome. powerful yeah awesome talking to you, man. yeah bobcast, the bobcast kevin podcast. yeah what's your um here uh, what's your phone number kevin yeah man 215 mm-hmm yeah, back. That was crazy, right? So that was a good, positive thing that you guys just heard in real time. Yeah, met a new friend, you know, and he likes the same things I do, apparently. You know, and that's really cool when you can connect with somebody like that and find, like, you know, uh, like a new story to tell, you know? Like, I, he, he's a new story for me to share my ideas with. And this, God, we've talked about this before, right? There's nothing better than that, dude. When somebody asks you a question... Right? It shows you care. It shows you're invested in the relationship as friends, you know? Friends are important, man. I didn't realize it. I saw my friend TJ 
at his uh, kid's birthday party, and I hadn't seen him in a while, dude, and I gave him a hug, and dude, it was a great hug, and dude, it made me cry, dude, it made me cry, tears of joy, you know, like, I love TJ, I love my, my friends, you know, and um, it, it's weird when you, when you become a family man, or you, you know, you have your own family, and you know, you had this other group of uh, friends, and like, I hope that your friends were like family, as were mine, but um, it's weird how that happens, you know? Some of my friends don't have kids, and I imagine that makes them even more sad, right? I didn't even think of it from that perspective until just now, but whatever. <laughs> Dude, it's getting green out here, you know? Like, spring has sprung. We know that, but I haven't been here in a couple of days because I've been, I've been hitting up at the gym. I joined the rec center, and I've uh, been lifting weights and trying to get my uh, my body uh, BMI back to where it was once where people asked me if I was sick and dying. And then I'm going to bulk up and then cut the weight. Oh, watch out. Speaking of bulking up, can't wait to eat tonight. All right, so yesterday I worked a double and uh, I had lunch, but then it got too late to have dinner. And you know what? I'm at the age now where I understand this. And look, you don't have to do this, okay? I'm not, I've never told you all to do anything. Don't, if you don't want to, okay? I don't give a shit. But, um, like, eating past 7 p.m., I mean, even 8, whatever, you know, but, like, for me, it's 7 p.m. But yesterday, dude, I had my last meal at, like, 3.30, and then I didn't eat until the following day. When I woke up, I had uh, rice cake with some peanut butter. Dude, today's been awesome. My energy levels have been through the roof, you know? My skin feels good. And it's like, if you think, like, you know, from our perspective of culture, you know, we've been bred to be like, you've got to eat three meals. <laughs> you know, you got to have breakfast. you got to have the syrup, huh? Then for lunch, you're going to have a grilled cheese. Hey, throw some bacon on that grilled cheese, too, while you're at it. Get the chips. Hey, you like ketchup on your chips like some of my freak friends? Go ahead, do it. Then dinner time, what are you going to do? You're going to top it off with a meatloaf, some mashed potatoes, some broccoli. You're going to go hard. You're going to go hard in the dietary plans, okay? You're going you're gonna to make some, some moves here, okay? You're going to do your thing, okay? And when you do your thing, you're going to shake it and you're going to make it, okay? Everybody's going to know it. But yeah, I was just thinking about my new friend Kevin. And it's really weird, too, how, like, you know, as I, I mentioned, I swear to you all as listeners, I saw him in the exact same spot on a podcast maybe two, three episodes ago. And when that shit happens, dude, that's the universe calling you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's doing something. They wanted us, the universe wanted me to talk to him, and I listened. Does that happen to you? Do, do you ever get, like, a sign, like, um, of, like, you know, something going down and, and, and like, listen to your gut? I really love this place, you know? It's got magical, magical energy, man. It really, it just does something like to you. I've met so many people here and we're all like kind of like alike. I guess we're all in the same uh, Valley Green Soul Tribe, if you will. You know what I'm saying? God, my, heart, my heart's just like full right now, you know? You ever have that where it's just like, man, you're just doing good today. Your vibration's really up there. And you know what? It could be from the Zoloft. And you know what? I'm not mad about it no more. They're like, oh, I'm on this. And that's why I feel. I feel good. And that's it. Period. 
if you're somebody who's out there who needs some help, okay, I'll say it again. You can call me, okay? The number's 1-800-BOBBY. All right, and if I don't pick up, just DM me, okay? And then I'll call you. But if you ever need somebody to talk to, I really like helping people in their most vulnerable states. And that's when you are experiencing something that brings you general sadness, dude. And as a man, dude, people, you got to get over that shit. You know what I mean? I'm not a man. I'm a soul. I'm not Bob Cahill. I'm a soul. And my soul don't want to be told that I can't, it can't rise. You know what I mean? Like anytime somebody tells you some shit not to do, it's like, nah, you shouldn't do that, yo. That's a bad look. They're trying to lower your vibration, your soul. The soul vibrates without a doubt. You can totally feel it sometimes too. If you're somebody who enjoys um, meditation, this is something like that you're familiar with. For other people, dude, this sounds like I'm talking, you know, crazy talk. We're down at Bell's Mills. Deal with it. You know, some people are like, oh, he, Cahill's lost it. Never had it. Never really wanted it. But I'm just providing my insight into how you can get your vibes up. You know. It sucks, too, that, like, sometimes it's really hard for people to get their vibe to be up. I've been there, dude. I was depressed a few months ago. Pretty, my medication, the Lexapro wasn't working. It sucked. Dark thoughts were there. I went and did something about it, dude. I went and got help. Some people don't ask for help. I'm pretty stubborn when it comes to that, too. But, like, I'm working on it. And when you're actively working on something and you're journaling about it and you're making a written contract with yourself... Out of shit you don't like about yourself and you want to change, guess what? Ho! Thundercats. It changes. You know what I mean? So the thing I've never talked about here at Bell's Mills is the fact there's two crosswalks. They only stop at one, not the others. No other place on earth does that. You know? None. Alright, so now we're making our way to the back, back end here. and It could get muddy, but I'm wearing the proper shoes. Okay, you gotta wear shoes that help you. Okay, some people like hiking shoes. I don't. I like heavy duty, extra wide, firm grip uh, sneakers, dude. Like I, I can't wear the heel shit, dude. It hurts. Oh, I don't know where that came from, but yeah, I think I got shamed once or twice about these uh, shoes. But you know, I'm, I'm here to tell you that it don't matter as long as you're out here experiencing nature. I, I mean, some people. I saw something on uh, one of the networks today, social media, somebody asking for advice of how to get motivated to start working out or like doing exercises, you know? And uh, dude, I didn't do exercises because I was embarrassed of my body and I didn't want to go to a gym and have people looking at me, my big belly, my man titties, you know, my fat ass, you know what I mean? But you know what, dude? I did it, you know? I did go. I didn't become chiseled, but Christ, I did get much healthier, you know, and like, that's what you want. You want your body to have a good time, just like your brain wants to have a good time, and like, you don't put crazy shit in your brain, just like you shouldn't put crazy shit in your body. My body, I can't have Reese's peanut butter cups no more. I can't, dude. They're right up there now with cigarettes, you know? Haven't had a cigarette in four years. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, I think. Whatever. I don't want to celebrate that shit no more, but it's just, you know, like when you keep talking about it, that's when you like fuck up and have a cigarette one night. Here's another thing too. It's like the physical addiction of cigarettes is one thing, but the mental, like 
I, I, you have to be a former cigarette smoker to understand what I'm talking about. It's like you were a different person. What happens is when, you, when you're smoking, your whole life is really about that. You're in a relationship with the cigarette. The cigarette is your wife, it's your husband, it's your spouse, it's your partner, it's your life coach, it's everything. It controls you. It controlled me. I used to make bargains like, all right, I'll be good all day. And then when my son goes to bed, I know, I'm a shithead. But that's why I quit for my son and for me. I shouldn't say my son. It was really for me. You don't want to do that and say, I'm doing this for you. Because then the kid feels like bad, you know, like. I thought I just saw a snake, but it wasn't. But yeah, I have a friend who's like so addicted to the smoke. and can't, can't get off, you know, and sucks. Then I think about my friend Dimitri who passed away at 50. And for like the 10 years prior to when he passed away, he was just all about trying to quit smoking. You know, which is crazy because he died abruptly. And I wonder if he knew, would he go through the mental duress of wanting to quit? I don't think anybody really wants to quit because it is enjoyable. Sometimes the cigarette's awesome. But I also met a man in the sauna a couple days ago and he told me his whole life story and how he just had a heart attack. He started to feel like he was getting choked by his neck and he pulled over to the side of the road, um, called his wife. He actually drove home and his wife drove him to the hospital so he could um, you know, find out that, yeah, his uh, left artery was completely blocked. You know? Hold on a second, here's a doggy up here. How you doing? But yeah, in the scheme of things, I think that I guess the message is, is to be good to yourself and be good to your body, you know. I know I'm trying, for Christ's sake, like I can't have sugar anymore. It sucks. It's like once you decide, like your body, like this is for me. For, I know there's other metabolisms out there. But for me, like when I ate like shit, I could eat whatever I wanted and not feel like shit. Does that make sense? Like, so in other words, like I could fucking have like a foot long tuna hoagie and then some like Reese's peanut butter cups and, you know, a whole bunch of shit and wake up feeling fine the next day. This is also when you're younger, but this is also when you're someone who's overweight. When I was overweight, it just felt like I was never full, you know? Then once I lost the weight, went from like almost 220 all the way down to 170, um, I, um, just didn't eat, you know? Like, I, it was weird. Like, the snacking stopped. And then, like, you know, I couldn't, I would, like, have the cheat meal, right? Where everybody, oh, I have a cheat meal, you know? And I remember one time I had a cheat meal, and I think I had, I, I think it was, what was this, what's this dum-dum, uh, I'm forgetting things. Um, yeah, I'm forgetting things. And, you know, that's not a good sign, but whatever. The scheme of things, though, it doesn't even matter. You know what really matters is you listening to the show, and you deserve better. So I'm going to sign off from from uh, this point because I, you know, I think uh, we're going to pick things up next week. Hopefully, maybe I can get my friend Kevin on the show. I'll put a splitter in, and we can have a podcast walking together. Uh, that was cool. Uh, my name is Bob. This has been another episode of. The Bobcast. <laughs>